At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one, with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non toxic, non flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the HVAC Know It All podcast. We have a very cool podcast in store for you. Now, I did mention my partnership with Harago.com last week. The reason being is because it helps me help you. Whether you're a tech or a business owner looking for techs or you're a tech looking for a job, this is a new platform, startup from the ground level, and we're going to talk to Stephen Gurley. He's the co-founder of of Harago.com, and we're going to talk about his background and how he moved from one industry to another, and now he helps out the trades in doing what he does. And Harago.com is an opportunity for shop owners to find techs, and it's an opportunity for techs to find new opportunities that await out there. If you hop on hop on the the website right now, you can you can see how simple it is to use and and you can see how easy it is to possibly find a job. The cool thing is you spec out a a profile and it ranks you. Now I just did you're going to you're going to listen to Steven talk about the one score test and how it can elevate your your profile. Well, I just did it yesterday and it's pretty cool actually. I actually had some fun taking it. It really makes your mind work with some of the questions that it asks you. And Steven's going to talk about that. And I just did it yesterday. I'm waiting for my results to come through to see how that elevates the ranking of my profile on the platform. Anyway, guys, this is the HVAC Know-It-All podcast. Let's get into this discussion of hiring and looking for opportunities. I'm your host, Gary McCready. Steven, how's it going today, buddy? Oh, very well, very well in California today. Um, enjoying it. Cali. How are you? I, I'm doing awesome. I'm not, uh, I don't have the, like, what's the temperature where you're at in Cali these days? Right now it's 63. 63, actually. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool, man, because we're, pro- we're, we're uh, I would say we're probably about the 60 degree mark as well. So you, yeah, not too far off. So I'm actually sitting in my van like normal these days because I, I don't have time to get home and, and do interviews late at night anymore. Just the way my life has been so busy lately. So I'm sitting in my truck downtown Toronto. I just left a couple of boilers to talk to you, um, on my break here, which is, which is very cool because we got some important stuff to talk about. And I think the audience is going to enjoy our conversation because it's based on the now of, of the industry and, and a bunch of in, ins and outs and, and stuff like that. But normally what we do is we get the background of the guest. And um, I think maybe you should start by letting the audience know um, what you're all about, like your background and, and how you kind of transition. Because a little birdie told me in, in, in a note that you were a filmmaker at Hollywood at one point. Now you've transitioned into, um, into helping the trades. Absolutely. Well, 
I'm, Gary, thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, taking the time to in between calls to do the interview. I'm actually on the road now, headed to uh, meet with a contractor. Um, but yeah, it's really kind of an interesting story. You know, I got into film when I was really young. Film and production landed me in LA. And I got in, involved into a wide variety of things, you know, everything from really high-end commercials to TV shows, documentaries, even feature films. And, um, you know, I was a wild man, actually. And in 2012, I decided that I was going to get married and kind of kind of take the brakes, uh, hit the brakes a little bit on the film industry. And so I, uh, got, I, I transitioned out of a business that I was involved in. It was a film studio. And my wife and I got married, and we moved to Arizona. And so I took a little bit of time and tried to figure out what was next. And basically, you know, I was taking different meetings with different uh, businesses just to find out, you know, what was going on in Arizona. I had never lived in Arizona. And I met this gentleman by the name of Mark Vayu, and he, uh, it was an air conditioning company. And I'm like, okay, what, what's going to happen here? You know, I'm going to meet with this air conditioning company. I mean, come on, this is, what, what a waste of time, right? And so I go sit down with him and I start asking him, you know, those, those probing questions about the business and about what all they do, et cetera. And he starts to give me the numbers and I was blown away. I was absolutely blown away. And then I started doing a little bit of research and I found that home service companies and, and the trade companies in general were underserved by high end agencies, you know, because high end agencies, high end marketers, high end filmmakers and they want to do sexy commercials for coca-cola or delta airlines or you know these types of things they don't really think of the trades and so um i saw an opportunity where we could bring high-end services and high-end production um and really a creative you know some creativity that hasn't really been there i mean how creative can you get with a plumber and and an hbac company and at that time i decided you know what we're going to do this, and I'm going to focus on it. So started a marketing company called Jackson, and we literally, since 2013, pretty much our 80% focus is on nothing but the trades. And I couldn't be happier about the decision, um, and it's been it's been a remarkable a remarkable six years. It's that that's cool because um, these days you can actually go online and see how cool it it can be to to market a plumbing or an HVAC company because these are real people. They have um, families at home they're providing for. They're, they're not, they're not big wig millionaires that are rolling up in their, in, in their Rolls Royce or their, their, uh, their Lexus or whatever. Maybe some of them do, <laughs> who knows, but, um, but really they're the meat and potatoes of, of, of the trades the the, the people that we, we, we lean on and turn to when we have a problem. Um, with our home or with our building or whatever. And, and the trades are such, such a massive, um, thing these days to get into. And unfortunately, we are losing a lot of skilled trades workers because of the skilled trades gap and a lot of people getting out of the trades. So H, the HVAC industry, in your mind, after seeing this and working with these people, is, is it the right industry to make money? Like as far as robots taking over and, and, and all that jazz? Like are we, solidified in our employment getting into the trade to say the to say the very least i mean there's so much opportunity in this industry you know while i am the co-founder of harago which we're you know we're talking about today i'm constantly still on the road with our um marketing agency and i'm so i'm talking to 
owners, and I'm talking to techs, comfort advisors, service managers every single week. I mean, last week I was in Texas, uh, Washington, um, Alabama, talking to you know techs and uh, and owners, and and um, what what we're finding is that there's more opportunity than ever. And when you look at, I mean, even like an advertising agency, for instance, the chances of the individuals that work for us getting replaced by technology at some point in the next three, five, ten years is very high. It's extremely high, actually. So when you look at uh, a technician, for instance, there's not going to be a robot drive a van to someone's home, interact with them, educate them on what's going on, really assess their needs and provide a solution, and then and then do all, you know, work on a wide variety of systems and components. It's just not going to happen. Robots are not going to do that. AI is not going to do that. So you look at, you know, uh, HVAC techs are considered blue-collar workers in a sense. Well, you've got blue-collar workers in factories that have been replaced by robots, replaced yes. by automation. That's I mean, right. just go into an Amazon factory, and, and you see that, and so it's not going to, I should say, Amazon Fulfillment Center. Um, you're not going to see that happen in the trade. And, you know, I'm literally seeing people every week. And, like, last week I, I met with a guy who has been a technician for just over a year. And before that he was homeless. And um, it was an incredible moving story. And in less than, in less than a year, this, this gentleman's making over 10000 U.S. a month. In less than a year, wow. and he's a technician. And, and so, um, to everyone who is in the HVAC industry, you've picked the right industry. The people who are considering it, and their parents are pressuring them to go to college, college is right for you. Go for it. If it's not, grab some tools. Let's go make some money and provide for our family because there's a real opportunity there. Yeah, there is. I agree with you. And and the very the very like cool part about being in in, in HVAC. Like you said, we're not going to be replaced by robots and technology anytime soon, but we have the ability to use technology to our advantage with all these smart tools and apps and, and all these things that we can use to make our jobs more efficient. But there's still that human side of things where we got to connect with a customer. We have to show up and assure that the customer, yeah, you have no cooling today, but I assure you by tomorrow morning um, when you have uh, your son's birthday party that we're going to have your unit up and running. Now, a computer can't do that to somebody. They can't comfort them in, in that manner. So for the longest time from now till who knows, we are safe. So from what I understand, you were interviewing some technicians that were making between 150 and to two and 200K a year. Is that correct? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And I mean, I'll go further to say that um, can't disclose the name of the company, but I've, I've met with someone that started as a tech, and this is this is not long ago, uh, days ago. Uh, no, you know, someone that started as a tech and now has built a company and sold it for a hundred plus million dollars. That's wow. that's real. That's the reality of these trades. But yes, um, in the past, literally in the past two weeks, I have talked to uh, on camera in a van, just like yours. Um, talk to technicians that for the year already, and here we are at the beginning of October, for the year already have, have surpassed over 100K. There was one individual that had surpassed 180,000. And these are, these are technicians. These aren't, uh, these aren't owners. These aren't service managers or installation managers. They, they could be, 
but they choose to stay on the road because there's so much opportunity out there. And you don't have to be a hard salesman to make this happen. You're just out there educating customers and giving them options, and that's it. Providing a good service, giving them options, and done deal. And so um, it's amazing. It really is amazing to see that you know with less than with less than a year of experience, if you really want to make it happen in HVAC. Uh, you can, and you can make as much as a doctor or a lawyer, and most people don't know that. And all it takes is a lot of motivation, a lot of hard work, and, you know, a friendly, honest personality, and there you go. You, you've got a job that most people would die to have. Yeah, so I, I think that with the skilled trades gap, that uh, that that is uh, everybody's calling it, with the lack of young kids getting into the trades, I believe the technicians have an advantage. They have an advantage because there's more opportunity than ever out there. There's so many shop owners looking for, looking for techs. They're looking everywhere. I mean, under stones, under, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where are, where are all, all you guys? So we have the technicians, when I say we, the technicians kind of have the power to create our own destiny as far as, um, not demanding, but asking for more money or asking for more benefits or asking for more perks because in order to get us, you're going to have to, like, for lack of a better term, show me the money, right? And I just want to ask you, like these high wages that that we're seeing, that you're seeing, whereabouts, like what types of companies and what locations are these wages happening? And is this all over or certain pockets of North America? I'm seeing it all over, Um, you know, everywhere from Texas to Maryland, uh, uh, Alabama, California, Washington State, the Caribbean, you know, the Cayman Islands, um, and Bermuda. It, it, it's happening all over. But here's the thing, though, Gary, I want to, and I, I want to just kind of touch on a, a point that you just made about, you know, kind of creating your own destiny, um, and, and naming your own price. What technicians need to remember, though, is that it's about continuous improvement. Yes, so if of you're course. a technician that has 20 years of experience and you're good at what you do, but you have an attitude or you're, you're not into learning new stuff. You know, you don't want to use, you don't want to do load calculations. You don't want to use that new software that runs the company. You don't want to get off paper and onto digital. You don't, you know, you say you're a technician, you're not a salesperson. And so you don't want to present options to customers for replacement. You're going to get left behind. And so you're going to see your peers that have an open mind and want to further themselves make 200 K. Meanwhile, um, you're getting replaced by people that have no experience but a good attitude, and the company is choosing to hire personality, motivation, and character over 20 years of experience. So my, my, what I've seen is that the guys who excel the most are the guys, who, guys and girls who um, have that experience but also have an extremely open mind in that this industry is evolving, and you've got to evolve with it. So um, to answer your question, the opportunities are everywhere, but you have to be the right person. I totally agree with that, and I'm glad you said that because one of the things I kind of uh, preach is to these old school heads, like you guys, like just because you did something that way and you were taught it 20 years ago does not mean that you cannot do it better or more efficient or do it differently and, and have various ways to get to the same answer i mean everything evolves everything evolves around you that's just that's just human nature just since since the theory of evolution from us being monkeys to now 
driving around in, in Teslas and building high-rise buildings. This didn't happen. If we if we stayed back then, we'd still be writing uh, on the sides of uh, mountains with rocks. You know what I mean? So it's evolution is natural, and I agree with you. Anybody that has an attitude, I mean, they will be held back, and I've seen it happen myself. Um, so experience being the best you can be at your job, but having an attitude to go along with it is going to excel you a hundred times faster. So, I mean, these jobs that you're talking about, how do we go out and find a job like this? Like there's people that are, are in cities and towns and they're stuck where they're at. They might not be happy. So how do we find another opportunity? Well, you, you know what I'm going to go to, Gary. I'm of, gonna, of course, I'm of go course, of course I gonna, go, but I got to ask you. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to go to Harago.com. I'm, that's what, that's the, what I'm going to transition to talking about because uh, H-I-R-A-G-O, Harago.com. You could say her, hiring, Harago, You can say it a bunch of different ways, but H-I-R-A-G-O, um, that's where I would go. And, and honestly, Harago evolved because we saw the need for that. We saw that, you know, the individuals out there that are really talented are asking that same question. They're like, well, man, I'm stuck with this bonehead owner and I've never been out of my state. Um, you know, I'm making, I'm not making nearly hourly what I've read people make hourly. Um, and I'm, I'm stuck here in my state, you know, or my, or my country, but I don't know how to find another opportunity. You know, if I, if I send my resume, let's say that I'm located in Maine and I send my resume to some company in California, why are they going to hire me? You know, why would they, you know, is that even possible? Would they even consider it? Well, the answer is yes, they would. And the answer is that it's happening every single day. And if you're talented and you've got the right attitude and you're willing to relocate, companies will pick you up because they need good people, um, period. And so uh, if you go to Harago.com, you'll find opportunities right there. But the way we've designed it is that the opportunities come to you. So if, you, if you're skilled and you get on Harago, you create a profile, you make that thing awesome, you know, adding your different qualifications, your different certifications, um, et cetera, taking our personality and cognitive ability assessment, um, you're going to get offers. You're going to have companies contact you and track you down. And we believe we're providing a great service not only to the potential employer, the candidate, but to the employer as well because we're putting it with the name, a lot of the preliminary vetting with our system that contractors sometimes don't even have the, the time to do. So um, if you're looking for a job, I really suggest, I mean, you can go anywhere. You can just go knock on doors or search online, but I would highly suggest uh, at least looking at Harago. All right, guys, I'm just sneaking in here one sec. Sorry to interrupt, but important information. Okay, Bernie Williams from AC Tool Source, he posted up, a picture of Nylog and a YJ Yellow Jacket digital torque wrench. And the caption was, what leak? Now it's funny because it's true. The industry is moving towards Nylog as their number one leak sealant because it works. It works so well. And the tagline, the unofficial tagline of we put that shit on everything, it's for a reason because techs are putting it on everything refrigerant related and even using it as an assembly lubricant to put things together. The Yellow Jacket Digital Torque Wrench, well, mini splits VRVs are all the rage these days. Torquing your flare nuts correctly is going to help you create a leak free system. 
So that's what the YJ Digital Torque Wrench is all about. And I have a demo and review on my YouTube channel if you guys want to go check that out. While we're on the topic of flares, the Navac Battery Operated Flaring Tool, I've just learned in North America it's an all major mini split VRV training centers like LG, Daikin, Fujitsu, Mitz. It's used in their training centers to show how to make an outstanding, repeatable, good quality flare. So that speaks volumes to me as well. So check that stuff out, guys. The other thing is XOI Technologies. If you're a business owner, manager, you want to take your company to the next level of tech support, XOI Technologies brings you that with their vision platform. There's a 30-day free trial. All you need is two techs that are willing to try it out within your business. And if you sign up, you get a $500 cash reward. I mean, it seems like a win-win to me. You get to try out something very cool, very, um, very now, and it's going to be very future. So check that stuff out, guys. Anyway, back to the interview with Steven. Let's go. So I'm going to tell you for the last, since I began HVAC Know-It-All, like three years, just over three years ago, I'd say as it ramped up and it started to get a little bit more popular and a bit more traction, I, I'm, I'm getting these weekly, um, weekly messages from people, not just techs, but also owners looking for technicians or looking for opportunities. And I'm always like, listen, I, I can't help you with that. I'm sorry. Like I can't take the time out of my day to help you find a job. I wish I could. I really could do because I'd love to see you land a new position, get paid more money and all, all the stuff that you want, but I just don't have the time to do that. And then the opportunity was presented to me with, with Harago here. And I checked out the website and I'm like, this is pretty cool. It's so easy. And I signed up and that was easy. And I'm like, now I can kind of take these people and the, the requests for jobs or the requests for text and show them Harago and say, guys, sign up for this. Let me know what you think and, and go from there because there's opportunity on that website to find what you're looking for from, from both aspects, from owner of the shop and, and technician. So that's, that, that solved the problem for me. You know what I mean? I could always help with technical stuff to, to my experience of if I've, if I've worked on it, yes, I can help you. Um, I can help facilitate you to the right person. Um, if you have a question about a specific machine that's specialized, I can help with that, but I could never help with jobs. And this is one problem that's solved for me that I think that's going to help a lot of people. Um, so I, I want to thank you for the opportunity to, to be involved with this because I think it's, it's, it's going to grow over time and there's lots of stuff um, going to happen over, over the next little while that that's going to make people excited about it. But I do want to ask you, there's other sites out there that provide jobs and opportunities and stuff like Indeed and uh, Monster. How does Harago differ from, from those sites? Well, I think in a lot of different ways. So number one is that, um, you know, um, the, the fact that well, let's just talk about from the employer from the employer side of things. So as a contractor, it, I need to find a tech today. If I go to Indeed, I can post a, a job uh, posting, and the, the disadvantage for the actual technicians out there and that they may not realize is this, once that ad goes live, that contractor gets bombarded. Everyone from, like, a guy who makes cakes 
to someone who's been a, a maintenance guy at the apartment complex and now he thinks all of a sudden that he's a senior HVAC tech <laughs> to, I mean, they just get, they just get, I mean, seriously, this happens because keep in mind, uh, at, at, at Jackson, our agency, we deal with this stuff for, for our clients. And so you know, it's actually, you know, a couple of years ago, companies started saying instead of, Hey, we need more leads. We need more calls. We need more business. They started saying, Hey, to heck with the business, to heck with the leads. We need more techs. We need more guys in trucks because we can't run the calls that we're running. And so when that happened, as an agency, we had to pivot and be like, okay, how are we getting these techs? And so we tried everything, Gary. We, Indeed, Monster, Craigslist, you name it. And the, the same thing happens with when you're, when you're a contractor is you get bombarded with all these resumes. And sometimes the resumes don't even come through correctly. You know, there's no face to put with the name. It's just a mess. And um, then also, you know, uh, there's there's ways to, like, look through resumes and so on, but it's hard to search for them. So we just saw all these problems with that. And then on the employee side, you know, it can be exhausting. If I'm looking for a job, I'm a technician, I'm looking for a job, I don't know where exactly – I mean, I have no idea that there's a big opportunity in Washington or a big opportunity in Oklahoma or a big opportunity in B.C., I don't know that necessarily. And for me to do that while I'm still trying to work to pay my bills, feed my family, that's not easy um, to prep, you know, this long form resume and send it out to all these people and never hearing back. And so we decided, we're like, okay, we got to fix this because this is an absolute mess on both sides. And that's why we created Harago because as if I'm a, if I'm a technician or an installer or a plumber Etc. I go to Harago, I create a profile one time, and I beef it up. You know, I put my search on there. I take the cognitive ability and personality assessment. I upload a, a, a profile picture, um, and I do that one time, and then I move on because the employers will come to you. That is our whole goal is that the employers come to you. And so what we've given the employers is they can go through, they can search, they can put a face with a name, since we understand the trades, we're collecting uh, the information that matters to that owner or hiring manager. We're not collecting a lot of additional information. And they can see what it is that they want to know whether they're interested or not in like, you know, two seconds. And so really we think that we've solved the problem because it's easy for the employee because they're not having to chase down a bunch of different job posts to send their resume to and keep up with all that. And then we think we've made it easier for the employer because instead of receiving all these resumes, they can just go through and pick the person they want, the contact. And to us, it, it, I mean, it sounds like a simple concept, but so many other alternatives have not made it simple. And we believe that, that we're, we've made it simple with Harago, and our goal is to make it even, um, even better over time. So hopefully that answers the question. Yeah, yeah, it does. And it's kind of a good segue into the next question. So I know we talked about evolution of, of the human being and, and the technician and continuing to evolve. So Harago is also a company that believes in that same concept is to evolve. So over time, what do you see um, for Harago to, to evolve over the next few months, years or whatever, whatever it may be? Well, I think we, we definitely have a few things on uh, the roadmap. And, um, you know, the, the CEO of our company, George Walkup, is, he is, he's a young guy that has never been in a trade. But this, this guy is so determined to make our product 
so much better than every other product out there. I mean, this guy works like 70 hours a week trying to figure out how do we make it better? What can we do? What is everyone else doing uh, that's wrong? How can we do that better? And so we are constantly trying to put things on the roadmap that are going to set us apart. So I'll give you one example. You know, right now the site, based on experience and um, certifications, we, we rank we rank uh, technicians. Our goal was kind of to be the IMDB. Uh, I don't know if people know about that out there. I think a lot of people know IMDB. Um, but our goal was kind of to be the IMDB for the trades, where if you're someone with a ton of experience, a ton of continuing education, you rank higher. And so we're going to be leveraging AI to um, do things like, for instance, if you upload your profile picture and it's a picture of a dog instead of your face, our AI will detect that and will rank you lower. Gotcha. If you've got your shirt off on the beach, we're going to rank you lower. <laughs> but if, if, you're take, if, you, if you're taking a picture, a selfie of yourself next to a, a piece of new VRV equipment, you're going to rank higher. And uh, believe it or not, there's technology out there, um, Google AI, that we can leverage to detect those things in images. That's just one example. Another example is we're ranking technicians right now, but guess who else deserves to be ranked? Company. And so there's, you know, there there's sites online like Glassdoor, for instance, that ranks your the companies that you would think would be ranked. So your big companies, you know, so everything from like Pepsi to um, Amazon, um, you know, you name it, just big companies, but they don't really deal with the trade companies because the trades always get forgotten about, even though none of these businesses can even operate without the trade. Um, but they forget about the trade. So what we want to do is begin to rank companies as well through real data, real verifications to where when that offer comes through, you know, what, what, what do you have to turn to? How do you know the average time that a technician has been at a company? How do you know how that company rates on pay compared to all other companies? Right now, you don't. And so we seek to do that with the employer side as well. We want to rank companies and we want companies to do more and disclose more so that they rank higher. That way, when that job offer comes through to a technician that's on Harago, they're more likely to take it because that company's ranked higher. So if you're a company that screws your employees over, doesn't pay, pay them high, does not get benefits, you're not going to want to sign up for Harago because we're going we're gonna to rank you at the bottom. But if you're a company that takes care of your employees, offers opportunities for advancement, pays on the higher scale, you're going to rank higher. And we, we believe that the trades, need they they need that and so that's another example of how we'll evolve the platform and i could go on um but what i will say is you know i, I would just suggest that individuals sign up now and know that we're committed to growing this thing and uh making it better for every single person in the trades okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say two things before we close off here one I'm glad you're doing that with the companies to to rank them with the more information they they provide and stuff on on their um, on their profile because I'll tell you right now I get messages probably maybe once every six weeks to seven weeks or so from a headhunter on LinkedIn looking to pass a job opportunity onto me but the the transparency in in the offer it's like it's not there I'm like it just puts me right off I'm like where is this how much are they paying like. Who's the owner? Like, who, who, like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of transparency missing. So the fact that you're rank, you're going to be ranking companies on their transparency is really super cool to me. I, I think that is awesome. Um, so good on you for that. And second, 
um, as far as ranking of techs, I looked at mine because I signed up and I looked at my ranking and I'm 78. So how would I get my ranking higher? I'm not actively seeking a new job right now, but I wanted to sign up and go through the whole process like everybody else just to see. And it was very easy, like I had already mentioned, but how do I get my ranking up higher than 78? Oh, you, you personally. Okay. That's a great question. So I haven't looked at your profile, Gary. Did you take the, um, the one score test? No, I haven't yet. I received an email from George shortly after I signed up. Um, basically saying there's some other stuff you can do to get more involved with, with, with the site, but I haven't had time to go through yet. So that is something that I, I can do myself to get my, my rank higher. Right. Well, yeah, so I, I want to clarify what the one score is for everyone. And so there's a test called the Wonderlick. I, I encourage everyone to Google Wonderlick because it's used at um, massive companies. It's used prior, like NHL guys, uh, NFL guys, before they get drafted, um, they take the Wonderlick. And the Wonderlick uh, assesses one's cognitive ability. And then it, it's the same test no matter what, but then you can – put people on different jobs. So if you took the test, I could assign you to being a technician and it would give you one score, or I could uh, assign you to being, let's say, a, a front office clerk and it would give you a different score. And so it shows, it can show how well you fit in with a company. And then it's not BS. They've been around for a long time and they've really dialed it in. Well, the one score, it assesses someone's motiv- motivation, their personality, and their cognitive ability. And more and more companies are using this um, to really figure out where someone fits in. Because the truth is that if someone's cognitive ability is on the low side, well, then when I when I give you this complicated software or want you to start doing load calculations using a new software or want you to do just anything advanced, um, you know, learn learn uh, variable speed stuff, you know, learn, you're not going to be able to do that. And so it, it you know it. It's a test that assesses how you're going to fit in. And so that's one example. If you take that test, um, we're, we're able to rank you higher. Um, also, if you upload additional certifications, because companies want to see that you care about being the best. I mean, doctors, nurses, they have to do it. They have to do continuing education. Tech should do it too. Mm-hmm. So if you want to climb up the ranks on Harago, you do things like take the one score, upload recent uh, trainings that you've done or other certifications that you have, like a red seal, for instance, and that will rank you higher. Um, and over time, our AI is going to be picking up all of this stuff and ranking in real time. So like if a new person enters the ecosystem, the entire ranking shuffle of where that individual uh, qualifies. Um, so, but, and, and we're learning here, you know, we're going to have to get it dialed in, but we're really trying to offer a legitimate ranking system because we think that even if you don't get hired through Harago, um, you can use it as a technician and be like, look, there's a, you know, there's thousands of technicians on this site. I'm ranked number 40. So you're going to have to pay me. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so, 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 uh, yeah, it, it, I hope, I hope that answers the questions as to how you could climb up the ranks. Yeah, it does. It does. And I actually, uh, I'm actually pretty excited to take that test. I just hope I do well. I hope I do well enough on it that it increases my rank as, as a technician. Don't, don't worry, Gary, if you, if you don't do well on it, we'll, we'll hide it. We can't have the HVAC know it all. Uh, yeah, no, I'm sure you'll do great. I'm, 
we're all very impressed with everything you've done. I mean, it's remarkable, really, Gary, um, everything that you've done for the industry. There's no one out there doing what you're doing, and it's it's pretty remarkable. Th- thank you. I, I really appreciate that. So um, I know I know you got to run. So um, basically, it's it's very easy. Um, technician, shop owner, Harago.com. They just sign up, and that's it, right? Nothing further to it. And then that is yeah, that's it. Okay. And there's there's free. I mean. For the for someone looking for a job, accounts can always be free. Oh, that's very for, important. Uh, yeah, for an owner, there's a free account because we want you to get on there. We want you to see the value in the platform. Obviously, there's a paid account for a shop owner. Um, if you want, you know, if you're a bigger company and you are hiring often, there's a fee for that because we've got to we've got to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're a job seeker, you're a plumber, you're an electrician, you're an HVAC tech, HVAC installer. Get on Harago, sign up. It's free. And, uh, you know, fill out your profile one time and then just kind of forget about it. You know, it might take a day. It might take a week. It might take three months. Um, but there will be offers coming in. We're just getting started with, with all of this and really pushing. But I promise you, if you take the time to fill out your profile, the offers will come in. All right. Thank you, Stephen, for getting onto the podcast. That was some great feedback and great information about Harago and you guys can now understand why I chose to join forces with them because they are a startup which is very cool so we get to work from the ground up they are providing opportunity for techs and for owners to find techs they're forward thinking they're innovative they're trying to make the platform better than all of the rest that are out there so I'm always willing to be a part of something like that especially when it's helping people out learn teach entertain is the main focus of hvac know-it-all and now it's helping techs find jobs and owners find techs which is fabulous for me i really really enjoy that aspect of of helping people out so going forward guys check out the platform it's 100 percent free for you guys to sign up and owners owners of shops managers so on and so forth you guys want to um sign up it's a small cost, $99 per month for a one-year membership, and you get the list of texts to go through at your leisure to find texts for your business. Anyway, guys, that's the podcast. I'm out. Again, thank you, Stephen. We're going to touch base in a few months to find out how the platform has grown and how it's helped a bunch of people in the industry. Happy HVAC.